see obstacles as opportunities, follow with your intuition, allow the rational mind to, you, you don't want it completely off, eventually might come handy and that's it. Welcome to the Phase 4 Podcast, inspired by Vishen Lakhiani and Ajit Nawalkar, co-founders of Evercoach, a division of Vine Valley. In this podcast, we speak to coaches and creatives about where they were, where they are, and where they are going. This is an intersection of what we focus on expands, and your story is your superpower. My guest today coaches entrepreneurs by helping people and consulting organizations to define their vision and implement beneficial strategies. He uses a mix of analytical thinking with a holistic approach to serve his clients and bring them to a whole new level. Some of his life experiences include working on television, cinema, theater, advertising, and corporate productions. The first time I met our guest, we had an amazing conversation filled with hope, light, intention, and love. There was a mutual and undeniable friendly bond. And I wonder if it took root because we both have daughters the same age. His name is Darko Perich, and Darko has been impacting his community in various ways over the course of his life. He has been all around the movie world as an agent screenwriter. He's dipped his toes in the political arena. And as a personal coach and a business coach, he seduces the best of people by asking powerful questions and allowing space for them to get real clear on their vision. Then he helps them discover the options that they could not previously see. He is also a six-phase meditation trainer. Darko, welcome to the podcast. Hey, JP. Thank you so much for that welcoming. It's, I mean... It's honoring to be here. You, you did your your work there, and 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 thank you for the time, man. Thank you for for the ability to to open up and create this space for us to share. And thank you for actually inviting me on that very first time because you were putting your energy out there and allowing other coaches to connect with you. And I was learning. I was learning at the moment, and you had it. You were coming from you know like a coach who has a practice. And what we talk back then was super empowering. And it's amazing. Like right now I'm looking back and I'm like, whoa, it's been a long ride. And I love that you have been in it. So, yeah. Yeah, I agree. I, I have watched you grow so much in, in a period of about four or five months. And it's amazing to watch, not just you, just everyone in the whole community and that the idea of the community, I, I've said it before, but I didn't expect it to be as much and as powerful as it was. And just the feedback I get, um, not even me, other, other coaches who have been hosting groups have gotten feedback. Someone told me they got about 170 messages that are, were all consistently saying that the, the groups and the side groups and all these extra stuff on top of what Mind Valley is also offering, which is already amazing. But that that part of it was unexpected and it actually made the whole certification for people much better. So thank you for that. Yeah, well, in my opinion, like I actually had the whole talent experience, uh, a little bit of hypnotherapy certification there, uh, which was super powerful and interesting. But the, what was making the trip really worth it was the people, the people in it. Like, I couldn't believe the amount of connections, the amount of, you see, like, I have this very, like, cool buddy of mine, uh, Oliver, and he was like, man, you're a magnet. How do you do it? And I'm like, I just make sure people smile when I say hi to them. So if, if they haven't, like, it's not like just a hi and you move your energy out, right? You're like, hi, and you connect there and you stay there until they are like smiling. And that's it. Uh, that's all it takes. And, and so you start creating these bonds because there's a lot of people that think similar in this space. And we're all, you know, like some of us, most of us are coming from some difficult times. And that's why we started this journey. And so you start seeing a lot of people who are on a growth path and, and they're willing to. And, you know, like sometimes in life, you, you are okay, 
and and you you know what you're doing you you are on that path and you're super cool you, but you're not really putting yourself out there and you're uncomfortable and actually growing and expanding and expanding and growing and so five years might go by and you are pretty much in the same place but when you have people like coaches who are like all right i'm gonna take that leap i'm gonna put myself out there i'm gonna learn i'm gonna do what I don't know, you know, like at the beginning, it was like, is this okay? Is this how you do it? And then you suddenly start learning and learning and learning. And then it's like, boom, like it is that powerful. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. I think it was Les Brown. He said, start making yes, your best friend, right? Like to the idea of like, instead of if someone asks you something, that's like God or the universe, like trying to help you out. And like often people just say, no, I can't or whatever. And even if you don't want to, and it might be uncomfortable, just start saying yes. And then that happens. What happens there is then actions get produced instead of just thinking and, oh, I should have gone. I didn't go. I wanted to go or whatever it is. And then once those actions get produced, it leads you somewhere else. And the thing about those actions getting produced is that there's parts of yourself and there's parts of where you want to go that you just don't know yet. And nobody, oh, everyone's yeah. the same. And you can't know them until you start moving in that direction. So by saying yes to things that, maybe scare you or get you excited or a little fearful. Once you start saying yes, then you can go. And also another part of that is that if you do say yes and it doesn't work out, well, now you don't ever have to think about that again, right? You took a couple minutes, days, whatever it was, and then you figured out, okay, I don't really like that. That's not for me next, right? Let me add a little bit on, on that info because it's something actually I've been going through a lot and it's something I've discussed with other people. And I think it's awesome when you start getting to yes, but uh, it, from my perspective, the way I've been doing it, it it's mixed, all right? I'm gonna get a little bit crazy here. Um, so you work from your intuition and, and, and your intuition is telling you, oh, well, life is telling me this. So the crazy part is that what I'm feeling sometimes is that it's actually myself from the future who's telling me this. It's like myself from the future who's already living that amazing circumstance, like, dude, go to Europe. Like, I wanted to go to New York. No, come to Europe. And then, so you start seeing that and it's popping up everywhere. You're like, when you are in contact with your intuition, you are like, oh, like for me right now, it's something that I just don't even have to think about. I'm like, I'm going there because I know that life wants me there and I'm taking that trip. And then life is awesome. And life is like, okay, I hear you. And you know what? Your trip is actually going through New York. And this happened like, literally I bought the ticket on, Monday and it was traveling on Tuesday. I had to get all my visa and everything one day to Thailand. But the trip that came up at the last, last minute was actually through New York. And I, before I bought it, I was like, hey, do I get to stay a week in New York? Like same price. And they were like, yeah. And I'm like, no way. So I'm doing Europe and I'm also doing New York. Like, thank you. You know, like the new universe will provide, you can ask, but also listen. <laughs> Because when you're listening with your intuition, you're probably more attuned with what's in it for you. So sometimes like you feel like, oh, I was not thinking this was it. Like I would have never thought I had to take a hypnotherapy class. But which at some point was like, I see you studying hypnotherapy in Escocia, which, which is sounds in Spanish very similar to Estonia. And suddenly the hypnotherapy class is coming up and I'm like, oh my God, I have to keep spending money. <laughs> because wow. i'm taking that one so and, and this is the last thing about this whole thing is that some people like i had this conversation with uh, ollie some people are like i don't want my rational brain i don't want my ego because my ego sometimes get in the way and my ego is sometimes telling me oh this is it and then i i fuck it up or you know like i realize that oh wow it's, i'm going through a rough patch or i have to solve something so Allow your rational mind to, to, to be present, you know, just learn how to follow your intuition. And guess what? If you, for some reason, you were not listening to your intuition and you were listening to your ego, well, maybe your rational mind will jump in and fix the problem. And it's all good. And sometimes things that might look like a problem end up not being a problem. Like they canceled my trip in London. Uh, when I was going to New York and I stayed three more days in London, which was perfect because I had a free place to stay. And I got to see my favorite play with my favorite actor and actually got to meet my favorite actor in those three days. So 
instead of being like, oh my God, I'm missing time in New York. I was like, oh, well, the universe wants me here. So let's see what's going on, you know? So yeah, just see obstacles as opportunities, follow with your intuition, allow the rational mind to, you, you don't want it completely off. Eventually might come handy and that's it. Amazing. Yeah, I love that. Sometimes we plan these things and it doesn't happen the way we want. It happens a different way, but what we need, we still are getting what we need and kind of like what we ask for. Um, so I do want to talk about talent, but before we go there, maybe let's go into your history a little bit. How did you end up getting to Mind Valley or be? Okay. Um, so my history, like just to put you in context, um, I was a really good student, A student. So I had to go into uh, this path of making money, right? Like you're supposed to study, like I, I, I was supposed to study civil engineering, not even business or economics, because in Chile back then you made more money as a civil engineer. And I went there and even though I did like the math, I didn't really love uh, physics, which they're super awesome, but it was not for me. And then I started traveling and I, and I decided to move into business because I wanted to understand how the world works. Like, why is it that I, I was getting paid for being a model back then so much more than somebody who's actually putting a lot more effort, waking up earlier, maybe picking apples from a tree and then they get minimum wage or even not even that. And I'm just taking a funny picture and then getting paid a lot more. I'm like, that doesn't make any sense. So I wanted to understand the world. I wanted, And then I started to understand how actually, you know, like the industry and markets and everything works. And so I was about to study, uh, like start my career as a financial analyst when my best friend asked me to make the music for his play. And I'm like, I always wanted to be an artist, you know, but uh, I didn't think I had it in me. And now you're asking me to make the music and I composed the entire thing. And I saw the actors and actresses and they didn't even have their lines in, like after two weeks of rehearsal. And I was like, if they like, I thought they had a talent, but no, it's just hard work. So maybe I'll, I can just work as hard as they do or even more because I don't feel I have the talent and I'll do it. So I just, I grabbed my 12 year old by the hand. I was like, I'm the only adult who's not gonna tell you, you have to make money. Let's actually go and have fun and do what you wanted to do. And so I took him to New York. <laughs> I mean, I took me to New York and I actually uh, just applied and, and saw what happened, ended up learning how to bartend so I could pay for my studies. I, I, I got a visa thanks to my modeling years back in my twenties. And so I, I started acting and that was life-changing. And then I, I moved to Chile just to chill for a bit because it was a very stressful to work really hard, study really hard. New York is an expensive city. So I had to work two weeks in a row, study two weeks like every day. And like I, I would have like maybe one day off every, every two weeks. And so uh, I was chilling here and I got married. Uh, <laughs> things that happened, right? um they call it karma uh karmic relationships they they do happen with a lot of synchronicity and and it's awesome you you planned it before your life you know maybe you came here to learn something and that was the thing that i was supposed to learn right so i came out of that relationship last year um very like going through like a lot of pain. Like it was very painful because I didn't see it coming. I put my everything into it so much that actually I, I stayed at home because, you know, like this acting career was not really working. Um, I mean, it did work, just was not paying bills. <laughs> I, was, I was acting, but not making a lot of money out of it. Uh, so so my, my wife, she was making this huge career, making a lot of money. And I, so when we had our daughter, I decided to, hey, you know what? We're here, we're in Chile, we're not moving to LA because that's what I want, but you also have another daughter here in Chile. So like you cannot move with that daughter and say no to your career. So guess what? I'm gonna say no to my career, stay home. I'll help you raise the daughters, you know? And eventually I became her manager. And I became really good at it. To be honest, I was closing amazing deals. I was like, my intuition was 
saying no to deals that sounded really good that she was like why are you saying no to this and then suddenly a deal that's 10 times the one before will show up so by the end of our seven years together she was in the best network in chile doing like career-wise amazing she's like you're a wizard i don't know how you do this and and eventually yeah like life happened and you know like and and and, and that sent me into a position and i'm telling all of this slow because it's important sometimes you you say no to your dreams you say no to yourself you say no to keep growing because you're doing the group thing right so you're saying yes to a family you're saying yes to what your partner wants you know but the minute you stop really asking yourself where do i see myself in three years where do i see myself in 10 years what do i want to accomplish in my life how do i want to affect other people you know what's my legacy the minute you stop asking those questions maybe you stop growing a little bit the life so was ready there i felt like a I don't know, like a football ball right there because I was kicked far from where I was. And I ended up checking out with every single energy person thing I knew back then on to how to handle the situation. So I had my tarot, I had the medium, you know, like, and my guide started talking to me. And then, and then one thing led to another and my same friend who actually sent me to the direction of acting by asking me to to the this play he shows up the day after i leave my house and we do a biomagnetism class together so i start putting magnets on people and, and and i was like oh maybe healing people is something i do feel connected with and then that led me to a trip to mexico that had some crazy intuitive experience with shamans i got there i don't know how life took me like one person to the next i was like four towns over in a place just wearing my swimming wear nothing else and i'm spending the entire night at a campfire with shamans and like being like what is this like sunrise coming up through like two two rocks and it was just beautiful amazing experience and from there i learned one of the most beautiful lessons i like was supposed to learn from that trip which is follow your intuition like your intuition got you here like just smell it hear it feel it just be able to flow let that flow to carry you forwards and that was my thing and then from there i was kind of like just okay what it's going to be and so i started doing qigong breath work and as i'm doing all this different things and i go really deep into it because i'm healing and at the same time i'm like what's the next step CLC comes up and it shows up at the same time as a friend of mine was putting up a, I, he was not my friend back then, actually, I manifested him. Like I literally, I, I used to do because I was an actor, I did this thing for a group of people, which is what I want to do now, but we'll get to that later. And, and it was very impactful because I, I brought meditation and I brought awareness and group awareness into a group of people who are not really like connecting. And so when I'm thinking, what what would I like to do to, that serves others? I was like, I remember that experience. I would love to have that experience. So I connected with that. Manifestation comes from the heart, visualization and gratefulness. Because like, if you're in the quantum field, it's already happening. So thank you. And next day, that guy was actually asking for a quote on my wife's art and ex-wives by then. And and I'm like, why is even like nobody has ever asked for this, you know, like her paintings, like nobody ever bought one like out of blue. And and then he's like, I have a weird intuition about you. And so he had this business he was trying to build about uh, consulting for companies. And I'm like, hey, maybe I can do this, you know, like this group with people in his business. And then CLC shows up and I'm like, oh, maybe I can get certified. So then I have something to show for. I said, do that. And that's how it all started. And then suddenly that business was not really happening, uh, which was perfectly fine. It was the experience he needed back then. And because I was on CLC, I was, whoa, I have to, like now I'm starting to get a clear idea and picture of where I'm going. I don't need someone else's 
business to take me up, you know, I, I want to create this for myself and for the people I work with. So that's more or less where I am right now. Wow, that's amazing. Magnetic is a word because of that like, comes to mind when you start talking about magnets. And that, so there's a bunch of stuff in there that you went through like a kind of a dark night of the soul and you come out the other side and all of it was like, now it's like beautiful, right? Like, it's like, oh, I wouldn't really change it. If I, you see that looking back now that all the puzzle pieces actually were aligned and fitting where at the time going through some of these trials and tribulations, it doesn't feel like it. JP, do, you, you have no idea, man. Like for the first time in my life, I can see something where all of my talents can be aligned. Because back then, like seriously, like I was studying civil engineering. I'm studying economics. Like then I really love math and probabilities and, you know, like and strategy. I love strategy. So I'm playing video games and I'm playing poker and I'm reading like every book on strategy. There's like... So I'm learning like how to make decisions in, you know, like with improbable outcomes and, you know, like I'm on it. I'm, I tried to invest in, in the stock market and I was literally picking the two stocks that would go bust big time. Like I invested in Enron when I was 18 and then I invested in Lehman Brothers when I was 26. And I'm like, I am not investing in anybody else's money because like if I can invest in those two ones, like seriously what's going on um so yeah of course i had a, a whole rationale behind it okay so i thought that they were going to be saved and because they were going to be saved those assets that were valued at zero would actually then be valued something different afterwards and then you you have 10 times but it didn't happen so so i'm having all this feeling and then they have the artistic part which is like as an actor uh, you know, like the movement, voice, and then also I did Vipassana, and I have all this spiritual side. So I'm like, how do you put all of this in a juicer and create a, a smoothie that you can drink? You know, and and right now it's crazy because like I have my three products, and my three products are pretty much all of it. You know, so I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll let you know. So, yeah, it's, we don't have like the mystify thing of like, oh, which are the three products? Basically, I coach. This is a one on one thing where I just, I'm the resounding board. I help you think better. If I, you do need it, I also have the hypnotherapy. So, if we see some roadblocks in the way, we can use different tools. But the coach is the one on one thing where Actually, I'm focusing that on entrepreneurs, anybody who's going to like midlife crisis or who's a CEO, he needs to actually now start living life, you know, so just get in the flow. Like I've been riding a wave for the past month, like it was literally a one month wave of everything just happening perfectly. It was that I showed up in Brach, the island of my grandmother, and I decided to go to see her town in the middle of the island. The day I show up in that town, it was the day that town was celebrating itself. It happens once a year. And the craziest part is that that happens in the nighttime. And I was not supposed to be there at night. So, but when I'm leaving, my phone dies. So I asked people, where should I eat? Because I want to taste, you know, like the flavors of the island. And then the person where I'm eating at, he's like, dude, here you have another glass of wine. I'm like, hey, I'm riding a quad for the first time in my life. I don't want to be drunk. And he's like, uh, here's another glass of wine. You have to get, be drunk tonight. I'm like, why? Because it's your grandma's town's celebration and you have to go there. And, and he sent me back and I showed up and it's all of these people from this town. So in, during the day, I was in the cemetery being very thankful for my life. You know, like these are my roots. And now I'm partying with all of them. And I could feel my grandmother dancing there. Like she was like, oh my God, ecstatic. And I'm like, these things are just amazing. How like they just lined up one after the other was just perfect. So, so that's something like, yeah, I, I would bring to the coaching for somebody who's like, okay, now I want to get into that state or I want to just understand what's limiting. So coaching, hopefully for entrepreneurs, because I want them to be like at their A game. Then I have the consulting. So I'm doing consulting on product, which is, it's a thing that really kicks, like, I mean, because I love strategy, because as an actor, 
I get to put myself in the shoes of any segment of consumers. So like I look at a product and I literally see like, okay, I see the funnel, this is gonna happen, this is gonna happen. And then I like, okay, this guy is gonna feel like this with your product and this guy's not gonna like this part of your product. It's like, I do empathize with like, as an actor, that's what you do. So, so then I, I help them consult the product. So the product is ship shape, right? And then, which is the one that I'm in love with, and I haven't been able to do it so far this year, but I'm getting there. It's a team. So you have the entrepreneur who's leading, you have the product that's ship shape, and then you have the team. And what I want to do with the team is basically a mix of what I'm going to say three names right now. You guys should check these guys. It's Thomas Hubel. He's like a modern day mystic. He works with trauma, but he works about like the group awareness. Okay. The next guy is Otto Charmer. He's from MIT. He has the U theory, all right? Like as the future emerges. And then the third guy is Dan Siegel. Dan Siegel, he's a psycho, uh, psychiatrist from UCLA, mindfulness. And so he has this wheel of integration, the idea of integrated complex systems. So a team, and please bear with me because I know this can sound like a little, but a team is nothing more than a complex system, right? The same as your body. So in your body, you, you need two properties for this system to be integrated. Your heart beats, your liver cleanses. What's happening there? There's differentiation. So in a team, you have analytical minds, creative minds, intuitive minds, right? You have the entrepreneur who's more like the guy who knows how to monetize, commercialize. You have, you know, like, so you have these different types. So you need to have differentiation. Sometimes the analytical mind takes over. But right now we have so much information. Moore's, uh, Moore's law, sorry. Moore's law, it's, uh, it tells you, it, it's just going faster and faster and faster. And in your system, you can definitely press the button, update the whole software. But we need to update are human software as well. And so you have this complex system, which is made of humans, and you need differentiation. You need them to be able to sit in front of the other, and I'm going to Hubel now, and literally perceive the other person perceiving you. Not from here, like literally just be a whole Wi-Fi antenna, and you're perceiving everything in your body. And you're perceiving the other person with all of your body. So you're on full Wi-Fi. So you're picking up all this information from your intuition, everything you're seeing, everything you're analyzing, and then suddenly you're being able to communicate that information to the other, and the other is able to take it. So other than differentiation, you need interconnection. Interconnection is created same way. So the heart beats what the liver cleanses. The heart doesn't say like, hey, I'm not gonna work with you, man, or I'm gonna take a break for a, a day or two. It's like the system's over, you know? So you both work with each other. If I'm cleansing, you're beating. And if you're beating, the other guy's oxygenating. And that's how a system actually becomes an integrated system. And what happens when it does? You have an emergent property. So ours is consciousness. You cannot attribute consciousness to any one of the organs creating this complex system, but we have consciousness. That's awesome. And I'm really curious about what's going to be the emerging property of these human systems working together. And now let's go to an even, even deeper realization, all right? So I, I, I brought you from how a system works into how an organization or a team could work. Now, you see, I'm a complex system myself. You are a complex system yourself. Now, the both of us here, plus everyone who's listening to us, is an entire other complex system. So if I have one company with emergent properties and another company and their customers and people they relate with, and we start creating a society of complex systems that are integrated, then the splash is just phenomenal. It's like taking a lot of people, just having them have the right food, right diet, do some vipassana together, yoga, whatever, and then like a retreat, right? And you feel the energy. So once you have one good complex system, then you put all of the others, that's even better. So inside your organization, you can have one team and then you can have like several teams and the same will happen. So I'm curious about it. Those are my three products. So, so recapping uh, and all those aspects, the actor, 
the strategist, you know, like uh, the, the engineer, like the, the, the coach, the mindfulness, everything started to just like whoo, come down, come down and materialize in this product. And now I'm, I'm out there. I'm selling. I'm helping people. You know, today I had a beautiful call with somebody and I was doing hypnotherapy on her and it, and it was just healing. And, and that's beautiful as well. So it's it's entire spectrum, you know. It's a complex human being, just putting everything you are into what you want to offer the world, and that's it. Amazing. So complex, yet so simple, right? So I got to unpack a bunch of stuff there. So Moore's Law, anybody who doesn't know Moore's Law, it's just the rate at which things double real quick, and it's happening faster and faster. And there's a really good book written by Ray Kurzweil from Google called The Singularity is Near. And he explains Moore's law. He shows a graph of just the history of the world, like each stage of evolution as we go through. It kind of goes like this on a 45-degree angle up from caveman days right until the 1900s, even to the 2000s. And somewhere around right now, the graph doesn't go on a 45. It starts to just go straight up. And so we're seeing it with technology. If you've read uh, Life Force by Tony Robbins, you know all this stuff that's coming. The other guy, Peter Diamandis, he has a bunch of futurist stuff. And the thing about all these things that are happening with this, the world, the systems, everything, is that some of the ideas that we think are we happening, oh, yeah, I could see that happening in 30, 40 years. It's actually happening in the next two or three years. So that's I just wanted to mention that about Moore's Law because that's a really good book. And when you say Moore's Law, that's what came up to, for me. Um, I also like keep hearing throughout our conversation, little steps and little places where when the student is ready, the master will appear. And I think it's such a good thing. It doesn't necessarily have to be in the form of a person. It could be you're wanting all these things and then all of a sudden you get the intuition. That could be the master. And it, it could be a bunch of things. But throughout your story here, it sounds like when the student is ready, the master will appear. And then earlier you said something about the group awareness. And I think that's a really important, I don't want to go too far back on it, but group awareness is huge because like the biggest thing, if you don't know, you don't know. But once you know, now you're more empowered to make different decisions. And so that's also why lifelong learning is so important. You kind of touched on it where you said like, you didn't say it, so I'm paraphrasing, but you said something like, if you're not living, you're dying. And I totally agree. Once you stop growing, well, what happens? Like, look at a plant. Once a plant stops growing, it starts to die. So these are very, very important things. So you've led us through your life, where you were to where you are and kind of how you got into coaching. And so this being the phase four podcast and phase four of the six phase meditation is creating your future three years out. Where is Darko three years from today? Oh, wow. Um, you see, I, I really want to create this impact. Uh, so I want this product to be just like sailing smoothly. Uh, I really want to be impacting like several lives through this group thing, but also like personal coaching and consulting. So I wouldn't have that thing going on. And if you ask me, because this is how I'm feeling it right now. Um, I see myself being able to have a very digital nomad lifestyle that's taking me from one place to the next so I can have that personal uh, interaction and work with teams, you know, because like the way I, the way I, 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 I created this movement into meditation for people who are out of it, because for you and, and me or people who want to do the work, it's not so hard, you know, like to actually be there and perceive the other person and have the group awareness. Because group awareness basically is like the awareness of all of us in this space. And then it's like an added awareness of where we are at, right? So some, some people might not bring their full selves, maybe a lot of them, because they're too much in their mind. So like the way I approach it is through movement, through putting people out of their comfort zone. So like I make them move and be like embarrassed a little bit and then feel, flow, uh, remove, and move energy first on a physical level, 
And then as we are there and you are learning how to have nonverbal communication with the other person as well. So nonverbal communication, opening up your body and sensing your body and actually being in the uncomfortable. So that's the, the, the physical side. Then I go into voice and we start resonating, feeling like vibrations on softer tissue and also connected with emotion. Because you see like when you're emotional, your voice starts to get different. So your emotion has pathways that are connected with your brain and everything. So we start getting to the voice again, a little bit of uncomfortable there. Like you are singing oh, with people out there that you don't really want to get into it, but people are doing it. So you start doing it and suddenly like you are there. Then I go into breath work. So we activate a little bit the mind and then I do this whole meditation. And then afterwards, people are literally in a whole different state. And there I ask them to be present and connect with the other. So the beauty of this work is that you take someone who doesn't want to do the work, who's like, oh, here we are, another, you know, like uh, retreat. Okay, what they have this time? Close your eyes. Okay. You know, like they come with that and they're like, yeah, just pay me my check. I'm here, you know? And at the end, they're like, oh my God. And they're like walking slowly, they're connecting and you're like, yes. So I see myself doing that, not just in Chile. Like I need to bring that experience to so many countries. So I see myself maybe having a beautiful house in close to my grandmother's town in Brat, you know, in Croatia. And then just like going to London, going to Europe, going to the States, going to South America. That's like the best image I can imagine right now. Beautiful. Yeah, I love that. So some of what you were saying there about um, just different systems and humans, that's, that's almost... It's different words, but it's similar to Ken Wilber. Ken Wilber has a quest on Mind Valley, and it's a really cool, I forget the name of the quest, but it's a really cool quest. It shows you that, like, just all the different hats we wear, right? Like, you're a father, you're a husband, you're a son, you're a daughter, you're a grandfather, whatever, right? You're all one person, but you're playing all these different roles. And, like, even within that system, there might be a different role. Like, let's say I'm with my son. But then my mom comes. Now it's not just me and my son as one identity. There's a grandmother, a son, and a grandson, right? And so even though it's the same room, things there's different systems in that room. But um, I guess where I would like to go is what are some of your favorite quests through Mind Valley or Evercoach? Well, I haven't taken uh, a lot of them because I, I became a Mind Valley member mostly at the end of CLC, uh, just because CLC was taking up, taking up a lot of time, you know, like it, we were really devoted to learning our craft there. So um, I always wanted to do like, at the beginning, I wanted to do Eric Admiris, uh quest, because uh, I, I started that, and that's how I got into Mindvalley. And this is perfect, because that's part of my story, as, as I was telling you, you know, like, you don't know the how yet, you know? Life is pushing you forward and you have all these skill sets. You might not even understand how you're gonna use them. And then suddenly you're, where you are at that point in time, you're thinking, I have to start a business. And then Eric Admetis has like a way of seeing the, the startup and the entrepreneur and business. So I'm like, yeah. And so I started looking at my Valley and then they say, CLC coaching. And because of what was happening in my life, then I, I went there. And so by the end of it, I'm still thinking, I have to go back to that Admiris quest. But then suddenly, Jeffrey Allen's came up. And that's something I've always been super interested in. I've been also doing that energy work with other people, you know, like I, I was working with Miriam Hasna and also with this, which uh, who did the tarot. So I'm, I'm like, I'm doing that, I'm doing that, you know, like, and then, as Jeffrey Allen shows up, I'm like, okay, you know what? I'm not going to wait. Uh, so then I, I started with him and I love it. And for the next year, uh, because of this hypnotherapy certification, I'm going to finish with Paul McKenna. Um, I will be taking every single quest on hypnotherapy with Mary Sapir and Paul McKenna because, I, you know, like when you're on a way, like just getting a little bit 
more than what you can actually digest uh, is a good way for your system to perceive the nuances. So you see, oh, the algo here is, oh, this is the way you do it. And then you have the heuristics in here and then your system with all of the other things that happen in your life, you know, like it's being able to, okay, this is going to be my puzzle. So, so right now I'm doing an overdose of hypnotherapy all the way to December. And then like, I don't even know what's in front of me, but there's so much, there's so many quests I want to take. Um, maybe I will start calling in the one who knows. <laughs> Beautiful. Yeah. So it's, I don't know. I could have guessed that. So everybody I asked, I don't know if you've seen me in all these different groups asking, what's your favorite quest? What's your favorite coach? What's your favorite mind valley author and always and i'm sure anyone listening who listens to this all the time is getting sick of me saying it but every episode it seems like number one is jeffrey allen duality and number two is the silver mind method which is fascinating to me because it just shows us how much people want access to this energetic world that we've all been not all of us, but most of us have been deprived of for our whole lives. And we're just starting to realize, hey, everything is not as it seems. Yeah. And, and let me just put one quick word out there for everyone who's like, oh, okay, I'm going to try it. What is it? And then suddenly they, they might be like, oh, I'm not feeling anything. You know, um, everyone is different. Uh, and I wanted to have visions and I wanted to hear stuff. And it was not happening for me. But then... And this is one of the beauty, like of life is just awesome. We're all different. We, we all have a different way. So, so just attuning yourself with your own way. Maybe something else will show up later. Maybe there are stages, you know, the more you do it, the, the better you get at it. But in my personal experience, um, I was doing biomagnetism, right? So that's basically testing somebody's body. And I'm asking the body through muscle testing. Right? So I'm doing this thing with their ankles. And so their ankles, they, they move or not. This is a mixing of things. Like you were not going to find a lot of, you know, like biomagnetism online. I, I, I've tried to get some more books on it. It's not there. I just learned with somebody who's really good at it. And she healed people. I know like that were in the, you know, like uh, my ex-wife had a vertigo, really like, strong vertigo she couldn't even get up like i had to dress her every morning and she would just stay in bed and she's scared right because like her career and everything and and so we try everything we, we try doctors we try like the, the, the you know like energy work everything and eventually somebody's like hey take her to to biomagnetism sorry i always take these detours because the stories are interesting and funny and they tell you so much and I'm, i will come back so bear with me so we go to this uh, lady and, and she's, she's like, don't tell me what she has. I don't want to know. And I'm like, really? Yeah, I don't want to know. Her body will tell me. And she starts doing the muscle testing and starts putting the magnets close to her ear and, and, and all over her body. She's like, okay, yeah, she has this, 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 this. Three days later, she's cured. I'm like, what was that? And my mind, my analytical mind, my probabilistic mind, my systems mind, my inner engineering mind has not been able to understand what the fuck was going on. I, I even, like, I had a, a business I started when I came back to Chile, I started a cold press juicing business. Uh, cold press juicing, you know, like, it's all about, like, nutrition. So I studied everything I could about nutrition and health. And I was a library walking down the street. People hated me because I would only talk about that. And... And so I, I did learn a lot of, about nutrition. And to be honest, this is the first time in my life I was like unable to explain what was going on. She was like, it's just practical, so do it. So I took the class with her. And the thing is like, even if you don't know what you're doing, you ask the body, the body doesn't have to know like, where is the, I, I could say it in Spanish or English, you know, I can mention a gland. You have no idea where that gland is. And yet your body will do this. Duk. And I put the magnets and it does this. Duk. And so by practicing that, 
I started to feel, and, and now I'm going to go back to the quest, okay? By doing that, I started to feel that before the body of the person would tell me, like, I, I read, okay, now I have to test this pair, you know, if, if, if it's, so you, you just go changing and adjusting polarities inside the body. So before that happens, I, I'm going to ask the body, and I already know it's there. And I do it, and oh, it says, yeah. And I do that on every polarity and every point. It takes me two hours with every patient. And so for two hours, I'm doing that over and over and over. And my body's over and over and over saying, yes, yes, yes. And so I start to feel it in my body. I'm like, oh, this is how yes means. This is how knowledge comes through in my body. And it's not rational. It's not talking words. You know, it's not showing visions. It's coming through a deep realization of truth, which is the sensation. And once I got that sensation, let me tell you, like the energy work with Jeffrey Allen, for me, it's that. I, I feel, and then it's a yes. And I don't have to see my aura. I don't have to hear, you know, like anything visually. Just, you know what? Feel. and. Anybody's different, so like everybody's different. So just guys, give it a try. Even if you feel like it's not for you, just then ask who are you and how do you feel connected with source or energy or whatever it is. Yeah, that's great. So the a big thing with Jeffrey Allen's quest is about getting the analytical mind to just shut up and get out of the way and be open to possibility. As you're saying, like you practice these things, intuition and all this. You can practice and develop these as skills, right? And the more you practice it, it's just like anything. It doesn't matter if it's if you can see it or not. It's just like a, a habit. And the more you practice it, the better you get at it, just like riding a bike. And so that was my experience with Jeffrey Allen. One time he has these grounding cords where um, he said something like you offer the grounding cord to someone else. You don't do it out loud. You kind of do it in your head. Right. So my daughter, one day she crushed her finger in the door at school and I could hear her screaming on the, when the school called me. So I drove to the school, picked her up, drove her to the hospital. She's screaming and screaming the whole time. <clears throat> we go in the hospital through all this COVID, COVID protocol, we go into the waiting room, screaming, screaming. Now we're talking about three hours, maybe. She's just screaming. And I'm just trying like, oh, it's okay, I'm here, right? And I don't know, I'm <laughs> trying my best to comfort her. And then I remembered this Jeffrey Allen trick. And I said, nothing to lose here, right? Let's try it. So close my eyes. And I said, here's a grounding cord. You're safe. If you don't want to take it, that's okay. But if you do, here it is, and you're safe. And I said that in my head, right? The second that I said that, she stopped crying. So I was just like, wow. And like, play with possibility, practice intuition, and develop yeah. all these things. And there's so much more. Like, you made me remember two uh, episodes in my life that actually made me maybe that's why i went all through the mediums guides breath work shamans you know like all that path is not only healing it's because i had two experiences in my life that pointed me that there was a talent or a skill or something that i hadn't actually gone for and so uh at one point i learned tapping right but it's a different uh, it's body talk yeah it's not that one it's like here so you just go through and then you know certain protocols and it's pretty much the same but it's just talking to your brain telling your brain and your energy to move towards an injury or move towards something you need and so my wife burned her hand really bad like really really bad so i put everything i have into the you know like talk um, i i put some uh egg uh whites because i've heard of coll collagen uh, or collagen that's the pronunciation uh you put it there and it's supposed to help right and then i start doing the whole the tapping thing and then i did um this prayer which is from san augustine and, and san augustine's prayer it's funny somebody had told me like uh read that book but just really focus on that prayer and the funny thing is that it's the same way manifestation works 
Like that prayer is like, if you're coming from fear, like if something's happening, right? So your best instinct, like your first instinct, not the best, the first instinct is, oh, I don't want this to happen. I'm scared. So, so first stop. Okay. So you are coming from fear. Work inside of yourself and be like, how much I love this person. And I love her and I want her to be okay because I love her. Not because I'm scared, not because so switch into a positive emotion and then from there visualize like see her hand completely restored now her cells are healing and then because you're in the quantum field right so you're like creating this like now we know because like Joe Dispenza explained it beautifully and now you say thank you and so you're in the quantum field so it's already happening you you are accepting it as a reality now and so I do that. We go to the hospital and they're like, oh, we will have to take the skin off by third Saturday. It was a Wednesday. So they put some gauze and they are like, come back on Saturday. We'll, we're taking the skin off. And so we go back home. And two days later, like on Friday, she's like, I'm getting this gauze off. Like, I'm totally fine. I'm like, hell no. You have to go get the skin off from your hand. She's like, no, it's fine. Believe me. And she opens the thing. And her hand is like this. It's completely white. There's not even a red dot in it. So her family, who usually used to make a lot of fun of me, uh, like when I'm the culprit's juicery and a meat-eating family, you know, like a barbecue family, like the guy who's robbing and the time. Uh, and so then they're like, oh, the shaman, the shaman, you know? But I was like, dude, I saw that hand. I know how it works when you burn yourself with really hot boiling waters. It, it just, it's not white two days later, you know? So then my daughter had an injury here and she's bleeding. I'm like, you want daddy to do the tapping thing? Cause you need to have permission. And so she's like, no. So we get all the way to the, you know, the hospital, you know, like urgency room. So the doctor's coming and still bleeding. And I'm like, darling, do you want daddy to do the tapping thing? She's like, okay. And I start doing it. And we see how the thing is like, the minute I touch her, I do the thing, this blood stops like, boom. it stops bleeding right away. And I'm like, dude, I, I don't want to say I have anything in me, but like, there's definitely something going on here. And that's something I haven't explored. So that's why I got into the whole energy, you know, like biomagnetism. And yeah, so life crazy now we're healing we're helping we're coaching we're consulting we're bringing mindfulness into the world and if somebody tells you hey you're an octopus you're trying to do all of that at once yeah guess what i have three products and they work <laughs> so so yeah we, we distill we simplify and we create something we believe in i think that's how you have to go about in life and then the rest will follow right yes yeah so I would love to talk about talent. I we probably have about 10 or 15 minutes. Um, I would love to hear about your talent experience, any stories that are coming up or anything you want to share from that. Well, my talent experience was beautiful. It was meant to be. Um, I remember just because of the connections I made at CLC, to be honest, like I had people who are who were really invested in me coming to Tallinn. And I was like, why would somebody from France or Germany be so like, like asking me? And so like I was being pushed. And, and when you're feeling that energy, because, you know, like people, we do act as angels. We bring information to somebody when we connect. And so and they bring information for us. So so I was paying attention and I uh, and I was but I wasn't feeling about like ticket the ticket was 4600 for me from Chile to Tallinn and it's a lot of money it's way more than the whole Tallinn experience so I'm like ah it's it's kind of like plus the Tallinn experience plus the hypnotherapy certification plus in the middle of a year where I'm reinventing myself you know like coming out from being a stay-at-home dad and a manager for my ex-wife and, and you know like you do have like that that easing into just so you're like wow I'm investing a lot in myself so so I, I asked and I'm like, no, I'm not, I don't feel comfortable with 4,600. I don't. And uh, so I asked my travel agent who 
who had already my past sent me through interesting situations that actually pointed me into my future. So I'm putting into her hands and whatever the destiny is deciding. Uh, and I'm like, I'm not taking that. But then Alice, she's like, hey, Darko, I found a ticket for 2,700. You should come. And But it's just direct Italian. I'm like, hey, wait, there's a two grand difference here. And I do want to go to Croatia. Maybe I'll drop London. Okay, I'll drop London. I don't want to go to London anymore. I know life's telling me I should go to London, but... And so my grandma dies on Friday, which was also something I was super aligned. I love her. And she had a really good death. And I mean, it's just part of life, right? This circle of life. And I'm so happy I was able to be there for her funeral. It's like she was very selfless in, in a way because we were able to have a beautiful funeral with all of the family. Otherwise, I would have not been there. And to be honest, it was a beautiful thing because all of the men in her life were there, her son, her grandsons, you know, like her brother. And so anyways, next day, a ticket shows up. It's like the energy is like opened up. And then suddenly I have this ticket through New York City. And then two days later, I'm buying it. And so I arrive in Tallinn, just feeling it allowing myself to enjoy, you know, like I went to City Box, which is this hotel everyone that was staying. And from the very first day, it was just like one connection that led to the next connection. And that because you're resonating and that person's also resonating with other people. And so they are attracting people. So they create a small tribe and then you are also attracting people. And then you both attract those people and then you create a bigger tribe. So that's what, that was my experience of Tallinn. It, it was like, tribes attracting each other and so like there were so many beautiful moments and connections and and that's what i take from it um that's what it's all about right i saw your picture yeah. of you i saw a beautiful picture of you and a, those tribes you're speaking about on a, a yacht and it looked like the sun was in the background going down and just it looked so magical yeah and and besides it was phenomenal because then i went to croatia and everything was just like flowing, as I tell you, like I, I got to Croatia, I have no idea where I'm staying. And then I just like allowed the bus, the ferry and everything to align so I can get to the farther I can get to the island of my grandmother I actually got there. So I stayed there the very first day. And eventually when I was leaving, I'm like, I don't know what I'm going to do now. Uh, and then somebody from Tallinn, you know, like Amir, he's from Bosnia. He was going to Croatia and he's like, hey, dude, let's meet up. And so we met and so we spent an amazing time together. Then same London, I met with Kasha, I met, I met with Maggie, you know, like people I met in Tallinn. Then I went to New York and one of my strong connections from Tallinn, somebody I, I met there, I had no idea why or how. And then we just started laughing and I was like, she's awesome. And then we ran into her and then I kept running into her in the city of Tallinn. And then we did the hypnotherapy class together. And then something happened and we connected at the end of that thing. And it was beautiful to work with her. And then she was in New York, my last day of my trip. And so we got to see each other again in New York. So as I'm telling you, it's, it's about this human movement of souls connecting and helping and then moving away and then connecting and helping. Like today I was helping somebody from Spain uh, that's a hard, like a difficult case for one of also somebody I met in Tallinn. And so Mika, you know, she's like, Darko, can you do some hypnotherapy on her? And we had a beautiful session. And so what you get out of this experience is people who care and who are probably resonating very similar to where you are. And so your life starts moving a little bit faster. I would just say that. Well, yeah, so like I would just say that I've been talking for an hour now. <laughs> That's amazing. So I love the fact that you're, you're, sounds like you're getting out of your own way and just allowing things to happen. And like if something that you want to happen with your thinking analytical mind doesn't happen, you're not judging it like, oh, why is this? Instead, you're like, okay, I guess universe has better plans for me. And so before I ask my last question, is there anything you want to share about you or your business that maybe I didn't ask you? The way I approach manifestation, whatever you want to call it, you know, like um, 
some people we do work a lot with where do we see ourselves in the future and that's perfectly fine that's great because like like when, when we're doing the hypnotherapy it's like you see yourself in a year or you're, you're able to like picture yourself like in three months in six months in a year so you have a clear idea where you could be and then you're making that better you're making that better and you're doing all the three miqs you know like you you, you are really working on where you can go so so you're expanding possibilities and then if you follow um Gallagher Institute, then, then also you could like actually literally aim for, for an objective that's way out there, you know, that's not on your comfort zone. So you're growing, right? So all of that works. But the way I decided to approach my life is that the higher wisdom is my future self. Like the higher, higher wisdom is the universe, you know, source. But then if I'm going to decide what's best maybe right now i don't i have incomplete information so i want to allow my 80 year old self who's on top of a mountain and killing it and energy and like just like he's like paving the road for all of myself you know like going to that point and so i do allow a mix of both i don't work just from here where i want to be but also allow of where i'm going to be to lead the way you know I love that. And when we talk about our higher self like that, it happened to me this morning. Um, my wife has COVID right now, so she's in bed. So I'm sleeping in a different room. It's not comfortable. I'm not getting up at the same time as I usually do. I didn't want to do my ab workout this morning. Went downstairs, started reading and said, you know what? My future self wants me to do this and is thanking me to go do this. I went back upstairs and did it. I wasn't going to go for a run this morning. I'm not feeling the best. I feel like I'm getting COVID coming on. I went for a run anyway. I had to stop. My heart rate went to like 187. So I had to stop after 25 minutes. But the same thing, the voice was going, your future self is wanting you to do this. And if you don't do this, you're not going to become the person that you want to be. So like you're saying about the future self and also about creating your future. Yeah, you set those goals, but you got to show up every day in order to accomplish those goals. And yeah, yes, but, some but also there are things that you might not know and surrender to that. Surrender is key, know, man. Surrender to not knowing. Surrender to maybe your future, literally, whoever you become. Like right now you have this and you're creating this, but maybe whoever you become has taken other decisions along the way. And he's way more wiser, you know, like than you. So who would that person be telling? And what would he would be telling me? Because maybe from here, I, I want a big house, right? But then there he's like, dude, you only needed like just small apartment to be happy, to be honest, you know? So right now I have to deal with all this, you know, like, I don't know, it, maybe that could be a situation where your future self is like, yeah, you were kind of like materialistic back then, you know what, maybe it's more spiritual, maybe more experiences, maybe, so three of my cues are awesome to point in the right direction, but leave some room for the unknown, leave some rooms for, you know, beautiful. let's life also manifest itself through me. Beautiful. I have um, every year when I'm like at the end of December, I plan my next year a little bit. It doesn't always happen the way you want it. And but writing things down does help. And so I always have a theme word attached to it. And last year, mine was surrender. <clears throat> Not for this year, for last year. And because it was surrender, it allowed me that when things were happening where I usually would have been no, 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 I'd surrendered and magic started to happen. That wouldn't have happened if I didn't surrender. So. I did not know that you had a Croatian background. I saw the last name and I was thinking Perich and I was like, that's like Eastern European, but you're from Chile. And so now after hearing all these stories about Croatia, I know you like soccer. Now it makes a lot more sense as well. I know Chile's good. And so Canada is in a group at the World Cup with Belgium is their first game and uh, Croatia is their second game. So I guess... It's a rough go, but what do you think about that? Um, I think that Canadians are a boot to get kicked out. <laughs> Perfect. 
So my final question is, where can people reach you? So yeah, LinkedIn, Darko, Perich. And uh, if not, I have a Darko uh, dot Perich and then the lower dash. That's my Instagram. You could also reach me there. We will put those links in the show notes. And so Darko, I am so grateful for you, brother. And I'm grateful for our connection. I think it's getting stronger and I love, I could talk to you forever. I see I see a lot of myself in you and your story. So I just want to say, I'm very grateful for your time today. Thank you. All right. Well, I hope, first of all, that Canadians actually do get to the second round because it's really cool to see your country, you know, like making progress in the World Cup. So I do hope for you to have that experience. It's an amazing experience. And also I do hope for your health to be able to deal with this COVID. So, you know, you will have the best immunological response to it. And then keep enjoying life. Keep opening up this space for coaches and for people who are trying to make a change in the world. Thank you for that. And man, I don't know at what time or when I will be in Canada, if you're ever in Chile, if we ever connect in Croatia, wherever the world puts us together. But I do want to just have a beer with you and just talk for hours, listen to all of your story scripts, because today was mostly my story. I have to give it back to you now and uh, listen to your story next time we meet. Thank you. Thank you.